0: Eh? Hey. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Trade Issues. In a nutshell, we've made it to another Friday, the 21st of April, 2021. Good to be with you. Daniel Pedgrew with you over the course of the next hour. Broadcasting, as always, through SCN 1170 AM in Sydney, SCN 693 AM in Queensland, uh, in Brisbane, and SCN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 1170 our open line number for you to call up and have your say, text 457 Six, seven, three, six—all before Vossie and Brandy for breakfast from six AM as always, and Pat and Heels for our Queensland stations after six AM. Lots to get through over the course of the next hour. Want to get your thoughts on the dramatic. Almost last minute victory by South Sydney. 20 points to 18 over the Penrith Panthers. We'll get to that shortly. Charlie sir, will join me as he does each and every Friday morning to look at the rest of the NRL. This time round eight of the National Rugby League. John Gallo with all the EPL preview as well. Another big weekend of the English Premier League coming up. A couple of Char- grill Charlie vouchers to give away as well throughout the course of the next hour. So jump on the open line. one 011170 one 1170 or text 457 736
1: the hot topic, thanks to Ream. Built tough for
0: Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Ream. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot, and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Ream. A, bit, a few bits and pieces of news coming out yesterday in the rugby league world. One particularly big bit of news from over the other side of the Tasman. We will get to that, but before that, your thoughts on last night's win. So, South Sydney 20 over the Penrith Panthers 18. It looked like Penrith had it wrapped up, but no one told South Sydney that. If you missed any of it, let's have a listen to how it all unfolded here on SEN. This
1: has been riveting stuff for South Sydney. Halfway through the first half. Cook, Damien Cook! Damien Cook scores the try, and that punctuates a perfect set. It was a powerful set. It was a very, very pretty set. Is Crichton, Stephen oh, Crichton. Get there. Crichton, yes! What oh, a try, yeah. Stephen Crichton, he just palmed away. Isaiah Tass palmed away the winger, and he just did it all himself. Crichton scores a brilliant try at half time, 40 seconds remaining, but that, we said before about Cook saying, Brad Fitler picked me, well that's a big statement from t- Stephen Crichton. Here comes South City to Ilias. They move upfield, and it Got goes him. away to Luttrell Mitchell. Luttrell <laughs> Mitchell has just turned Crichton inside and out. I'm so sorry Stephen, but he did that and they take the lead. Cleary, Edwards, Edwards gets the ball away to Crichton who picks up number two and gets a two-point lead back for Penrith. Now he's looking for Crichton, he's been looking for him all night. Stephen Crichton for a trick wants to get it, goes off him. Plays at it, claims it, Crichton's going to claim a Hattrick. He's going to claim a hat-trick and possibly a Panthers victory. Sutton says yes. Who's coming through? Ball goes back. Latrell. Latrell Mitchell. This will be a try. This will be a try for Latrell. And the Bunnies are back in it. And ball. Back inside away. Cuddy Walker. Oh. Cuddy Walker got the pass away. Heading for the try line. Tass. Woo-hoo. Isaiah Tass. Oh, the Bunnies have stolen it. The Bunnies have stolen on Anzac round, a
0: famous, famous comeback. Joel Kane in commentary with the rest of the team, and it was a, certainly a famous comeback. How good was it for South Sydney? 20 points to 18 over the Penrith Panthers, and it goes to show, I think it goes to show a couple of things. South Sydney three in a row and starting to really build nicely into the season. Latrell Mitchell, uh, Jason Dementia a few weeks back urged the star fullback, to get involved more in games, and he's done so over the past few weeks. Being terrific for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, that flick pass as well during the uh, course of the game. Look, he's been very good, Latrell Mitchell, and they needed him to be because I think the criticism of Luttrell, um, and we know how good of a player he is, is that he can maybe not go missing, but he can be very quiet in games. But when he is on, South Sydney very hard to beat. It also goes to show, I think, how hard it is still going to be to beat the Penrith Panthers this year. Uh, We saw how well the Knights played last week, went down on that Golden Point field goal. South Sydney, a remarkable victory, deserved the win, no doubt. But, again, had to fight very, very hard to beat the Penrith Panthers to score two late tries. Uh, Nathan Cleary was playing with a bit of an injury, but South Sydney, very good. And I know I saw a couple of people on Twitter this morning saying that potentially they think it could be Penrith and South Sydney meeting in a grand final, as we saw a couple of years ago. Brandy picked that at the start of the year, didn't he? He said it would be a Penrith-South grand final. And look, the way the competition is going at the moment, uh, and there is a long way to go, um, you wouldn't say no to that. The, only, the other two teams probably putting their hands up at the moment are probably the Broncos and the Warriors. But there is a long way to go. But South Sydney building very nicely into the season. The Penrith Panthers, they're again. Uh, look, Nathan Cleary won't be overly. Um, they'll be, uh, I saw Nathan Cleary saying they're not going to be overly disappointed with the result, um, but it is another loss. Um, he said wins and losses come and go, but what you've made of and the culture of our club, I'm still very proud of it. So, look, Penrith, no need to worry. But these two teams, I think, are going to feature heavily in the season at the latter end of the season. So well done to South Sydney. 20 points to 18 over the Penrith Panthers. Just a quick look ahead to next week. South Sydney against the Brisbane Broncos. Friday night footy up at Suncorp Stadium. What a game that'll be. Two of the informed teams, probably the two informed teams of the competition going head-to-head next Friday night at Suncorp Stadium. Cannot wait for that one. Uh, Whilst the Penrith Panthers... Uh, next week they take a the game to Bathurst. They played the Tigers, uh, so you'd expect them to be able to bounce uh, back. And then the Robos just quickly the Robos the week after that in Magic Round have the Storm. So two excellent games featuring South Sydney. But what did you make of it? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Our text number open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Are these your two favourite teams so far to maybe go all the way to the grand final? I'm not dismissing a lot of other teams. Broncos Warriors. Uh, Sharks have been playing well, you wouldn't write the roosters off yet. But what do you reckon? Oh four, five, seven, seven three, six, seven three, six, are these the two favourites at the moment in this year's competition? Or is there another team? Do you even though South City beat Penrith, are those the two teams you have in the grand final or do you have Brisbane in your grand final? What do you reckon? Are these the two teams to beat so far this year? And are they the two most likely to go all the way? ...to the grand final. Long way to go. Long, long, long way to go. But a good win for South Sydney anyway. Your thoughts on that? Also, your predictions for the weekend in sport coming up. It is a massive weekend, of course, with the NRL uh, round. And we'll preview it on the other side of the next break with Charlie Goodsir. Of course, uh, we have a very extended NRL round. We had a game last night, one game tonight, a couple of games tomorrow, and a couple of games Sunday, and then no games on Monday, but then back on Tuesday. So... You can give me your extended weekend prediction, even though it's not technically a long weekend. I think it will be for some, um, but your extended weekend prediction: who's going to win? Uh, what's going to be the headline? What's going to be the major story? Come well, firstly Monday morning and Wednesday morning as well. If you want to go that far, you can go as far as Anzac Day if you want. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Or one 01170. Of course, it doesn't just have to be rugby league. AFL round getting underway tonight. Uh, EPL, we've got a lot going on. A League. So, any thoughts? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Open line is one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Now, just some other news before a break as well. And this broke middle of the afternoon, late afternoon yesterday. Uh, the Warriors, who have had a fantastic season so far this year. It looks like it's just going to get better for them uh, with, produce, with them producing one of the biggest signing coups in their club's history by luring dual international Roger Tuivasa-Sheck back to the NRL. This is fantastic news for the Warriors, fantastic news for Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, fantastic news for the NRL. Uh, he's going to leave Rugby Union after two years and return to Rugby League. And it has been secured amid a major poaching war, as we know, between the two codes. Uh, Peter Valandis has come out and said they should change the name of Rugby Union to Rugby Boomerang because they always come back. Good line. Here is one of the world's most brilliant footballers choosing the NRL. This is just another reason why Rugby League is the greatest game of all. The Warriors deserve all the credit. Well done to Cameron George and Mark Robinson. They've just ensured millions of eyeballs will be watching and cheering on the Warriors. Here will join the Warriors for the 2024 season. His two-year contract with the Super Rugby franchise, the Auckland Blues, expires at the end of 2023. while well, he also has ambitions, though, to represent the All Blacks at the World Cup in September, which will be interesting because uh, he will be at Rugby Union this year um, for the rest of the year. We know the World Cup coming up in uh, September, so we'll see if uh, Roger's part of that for the All Blacks. Um, he has been out injured, though, since mid-March due to a hand injury. Uh, Warrior star. Uh, Sean Johnson suggested Tuivasa-Sheck return to the NRL immediately. Said, I reckon just come home now. Yeah, uh, hey, welcome home, bro. Uh, really great news for the Warriors for NRL. Roger Tuivasa-Sheck back to the Warriors. And I tell you what, aren't they building something over there? We don't know how they're going to go for the rest of this year. They're going pretty nicely at the moment. And after a few really hard years when they've been based in Australia during covid This year has been a different Warriors under the new coaching of Andrew Webster. How good have they looked? They're another team that if they can continue playing, and look, everyone always has question marks in the Warriors, but this seems to be, apart from that loss to Newcastle a few weeks back, there seems to be a sustained amount of success happening over there. The coaching is very good, and you can see it in the defence. Their performance last week against the Cowboys probably wasn't their best attacking display, but the defence was... There for all to see. And now, with Roger Tuivasa-Sheck coming back next year, can the Warriors win a competition in the next three years? 0457, 736, 7, or 1300, 1, 70 Can the New Zealand Warriors, after everything they've been through, and of course they have made two grand finals in the past, in 2002 when they lost the Roosters, and then in 2011 to Manly, but can the Warriors, on the back of what we've seen this year, and on the back of Roger Tuivasa-Shek joining next year, can the Warriors win a competition in the next three years? Are they going to be good enough to win the competition in the next three years? Yes or no, and why? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 And also, if you could sign one player for your team, current player running around in, the, in rugby league, Super League if you want, rugby union, who would it be? Who would you pick? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 So that's just a bit on our agenda on this Friday morning. We'll take a break. We'll get stuck into the rest of round eight of the NRL. On the other side of this, it is coming up to 13 past five. Charlie Goodsir in just a second as we look at the rest of round eight of the National Rugby League. What did we learn from last night? Now, South Sydney and Penrith, your two favourites at the moment to be in the grand final next uh, well, this year. So a lot of uh, people in social media saying that over the course of the last six or so hours since that game has been completed. What do you reckon? Uh, your yeah, headline for the weekend: Who's going to win? What's going to happen? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Give me your predictions for the weekend of sport. The Warriors getting Roger Tuivasa-Shek back for three year. Well, back for twenty twenty four. Can they win a competition in the next three years? Can the Warriors win a competition in the next three years? Could they win it this year? I mean, they're playing well enough to potentially do it. Can the Warriors win the NRL competition in the next three years? And what current player running around either in the NRL, the Super League, Rugby Union, would you love to get to your club for next year and beyond? Best texters best callers will get a char grill charlie voucher this morning 0457 736736 736 is our text number you can call the open line any time as well one 1170 but 8 to at 18 and a half past 5 it is time to do this
1: now on Tradies, the NRL preview
0: Friday morning, Tradies News in a nutshell. Yes, time for our NRL preview. Charlie Goods, sir, is here. Morning to you, Charlie. Good morning, how I. Uh very, very well. Good week. Yeah, uh, yeah, really good week. Uh now been watching a lot of the NBA. The yeah. NBA playoffs. And now I hear you're off to a party or something this weekend, a wedding.
2: I'm off to a wedding this oh, weekend, oh, so good. I won't be able to watch a lot of the action. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll have K on my phone, so I might have a sneaky Sneaky look every now and then. Yep, just a small wedding. Yeah, just a small wedding. Cool.
0: All right, uh, let's get to uh, the rest of round eight. Of course, one game at done. Only one game tonight. Parramatta up against the Brisbane Broncos. Intriguing game. Broncos hit back to form more so in the second half against the Titans last weekend. The Bulldogs have won back-to-back games. Sorry, the Eels have won back-to-back games against the Bulldogs and against the Tigers. Performance against the Tigers less than convincing. Bulldogs injury ravaged. How do you see this one going? It's a really important game, I reckon, for Parramatta.
2: Yeah, in Darwin is poses an interesting, uh, mm, interesting conundrum. True. Yes. Um, the game last year, I think that they played in Darwin was against the Cowboys, mm. and they lost pretty badly in that game. Or, um, and that being said, the Cowboys were playing pretty Very, well yeah. uh, at that point last season. I'm going to go the Broncos. Uh, just based on form, uh, just based like just based on the ladder, mm. um, just based on how they played last week as well. Very attacking team. I think the Eels have won well. They won well last week against the Bulldogs, but I just think that that game against the Tigers left a really bad taste in my mouth. Wouldn't be surprised if they got the win, but I think just based on form, the ladder, I'm just going to get the Broncos.
0: Cowboys last year won thirty five to four. Against Parramatta mm, up in. Interesting score. And, uh, very interesting score. Uh, I think if this was in Sydney, I'd be giving Parramatta more of a hope. But yeah, I can't tip against the Broncos. I know they lost a couple of weeks ago against the Raiders. Intriguing. I think it, I wouldn't, as a bit like you, I wouldn't be surprised if Parra win. Mm. But I think, Pen- I think the Broncos should get them. Now, two games tomorrow, of course, the so lengthened round with Anzac Day. Bulldogs and the Sharks, 5.30 p.m. The Bulldogs, we just mentioned their loss to Parramatta. The Sharks uh, looked good to an extent in that game against the Roosters. Nico Hines, in particular, so good. Um, really took the game away from the Roosters. I'm going to tip the Sharks here.
2: Yeah, I think this is my lock of the week. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think the Sharks are going to do this pretty comfortably. And that's no knock on the Bulldogs. They're just injury-ravaged throughout yep. uh, throughout the field. So, yeah, Sharks for me, easy one.
0: Yeah, I think the Sharks fairly comfortably. I think if the Bulldogs were at full strength, it would be different, but yeah, not without a lot of their star players. A very interesting game, 7.30 p.m. tomorrow night. The North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Newcastle Knights. Now, the Cowboys have been very disappointing this year. I know they lost to a good Warrior side last week, but their attack, apart from that first 20 minutes of the season where I think they were leading 18-0 against Canberra, it's just disappeared. It looks clunky. I don't know what's going on. Whereas the Knights, I thought, were probably the better team against Penrith, but that's how good Penrith are, that they can just manage to win games even when they're not playing their best. Up in Townsville, Caelan Pong are back. Now, you're a Knights fan. Yep. Intriguing. Before you give me a tip, obviously Caelan Pong are a great player but there has been some talk on social media that the Knights have actually been playing better without Kalen Ponga. I I often say this.
2: I think we played better without Kalen, and Mm. that's no knock on him. I I think every now and then he can produce that performance, but it's every now and then. It's not consistently. And I think when he's back in the side, we rely far too heavily on him to produce some magic, whereas in the past few weeks, it's been a real team effort. I know Lockie Miller makes the occasional... Mm brain yes. Um. but I'm more than happy to take that with how well he has stepped up in the past few weeks. Mm. Uh, his role has been fantastic. I love Jackson Hastings. He's not the best halfback in the competition, but he's such a solid role player. He's been so good for you guys. it's just been great having a competent halfback who puts in effort every single week. And I think Tyson Gamble as well has been really good because he's not he's not the best player on the on the park in terms of skill. He's not going to be that player, but in terms of effort and heart he brings Mm. is sensational. Mm. This is a big game for the Knights. Yep. This is not just for, oh, to get a win. And this is sets up the whole season. and possibly sets up the rest of Adam, Adam O'Brien's tenure Mm. um, at Newcastle. If we can go up to Townsville, beat a cowboy side without Tamalolo, who are still a really good team on paper, but are floundering. We put that effort that we did last week against Penrith, we win this game, mm. and it'll be such a massive boost of confidence for our season. I reckon we get the W. I'm tipping the Knights.
0: I am also tipping the Newcastle Knights. I think the Cowboys have been very disappointing, and if they are to lose this game to the Knights, I, I'm all, I'm very close to putting a pen through them already. I'll give them this game just to see what they can do, but they've been pretty poor. I reckon they've probably been the disappointment of the year. Yeah, they
2: have. For the lofty expectations that we had from the start of the season, they just have not delivered.
0: I reckon the Knights too which usually means the Cowboys win if we both tip both of them. We'll wait and see what happens now. Two games on Sunday, 2 p.m. The Dolphins taking on the Titans. The Titans very good in the first half against the Broncos, and the Broncos way too good for them in the second half. The Dolphins starting to become a little inconsistent, which we probably expected, uh, sitting eighth at the moment. However, they've got a couple of big names back this weekend. I think they beat the Titans at Suncorp Stadium. This one's a tough
2: one to tip. Very. Um, Dolphins with a lot of outs, but a lot of ins coming back in. I think Kafusi is is the big one. Mm. Um, the Titans aren't a bad side. They're they're, go- they're good. I think they, you know they put twenty six points on the Broncos, which will win you most games. Mm. The, the shame is they conceded forty three. Yes, but um, I I can see them winning this game. I'm going to go the Dolphins.
0: Mm. It's a real hard. It's, to tip. It, this is
2: yeah. a re- flip of the flip of the coin. Uh, Part of the pun with the the flipper. i um, mean the dolphins, but with not much certainty.
0: Yeah, I'll go dolphins, but I think it could go either way. Four o'clock or five past four on uh, Sunday afternoon. The tigers up against the Manly Sea Eagles. Tigers we know haven't won a game yet this year. Brendan Wakeham in that 5 position. Manly were pretty good against Melbourne at Four Pines Park, Brookvale Oval last Friday night. I'm tipping Manly. All right. Uh, You know when you have a funny feeling about a game? I've
2: also got that funny feeling. This
0: one is just there. I'm not going to tip the Tigers because I'm not brave enough to, but I I think most people quite rightly expect Manly to win. I think the Tigers, who are coming off a pretty good performance against Parramatta, I'm not going to tip them, but I give them a big shot, and I don't know why.
2: Yeah, I'm going to tip Manly, but again, I I just think that – I think I'm going to have that funny feeling for the next couple of weeks until they get that first win, whenever it is, because you just have that feeling that something's got to click. Something's got to go mm. their way. They've got to have a bit of luck. Mm. Uh, they had a bit of luck in that Easter Monday clash last season against the Eels, That then, you know, that a bit of luck happened again in the Rabbitohs. I, yeah, it's, it's hard to pick. I'm manly, but look, Tiger's... Tigers fans, don't give up hope. I mean, you never know.
0: Yeah, there's just something, something about that game. But I uh, look, I think Manly should win, and they were pretty good against mm. Melbourne uh, last week. Now, no NRL games on Monday, and obviously we'll be on air on Tuesday morning uh, talking about these games. But Tuesday, very special day, uh, firstly in the calendar for Australia in rugby league and AFL. But rugby league does it just so well. Two games, traditional games, the Roosters and the Dragons. The first game at the new Allianz Stadium, the first Anzac Day game at the new Allianz Stadium. The Roosters, drop Sam Walker, Joey Manu, Luke Keery, the new halves. Paul Momorowski back into the centres. The Dragons, they have been pretty poor the past couple of weeks, but they do always get up for the Anzac Day occasion. Should be, if it's not sold out, it should be close too. But I will tip the Roosters. I think they should have too much for the Dragons. Interesting to see how that new halves combination goes
2: my upset of the week. I'm going to the Dragons. Yep. It wouldn't for, surprise me. Yeah, because the Dragons, for whatever reason, in this fixture, yep. and I went to the game live last year mm. at the SCG, and the Roosters were easy favorites to win. They were coming in with the form. Dragons looked terrible. And the Roosters just looked terrible. They looked clunky. Yep. They look like they are now. Just <laughs> no, yes. that they're, they're not singing. They're not gelling. And I don't understand why... Mm this team with all the weapons they possess and uh, they don't have like a lot of new players. It's not bringing a whole bunch of new players like you're doing at the end of this season no. uh, into, the, into the squad. It's relatively it's players that have played with each other. Mm. I don't understand why they're not clicking. And I just get the feeling that the Dragons, again, the narrative of, you know, everything that's happened during the week, they always lift for an Anzac Day game. I feel like those sort of special occasions in any sport, it doesn't matter where the teams are on the ladder. Mm. It always brings out the best in teams, and that's why I think the Dragons are going to win.
0: And it is interesting to see, uh, maybe panic is not the right word to use the dropping of Sam Walker because he hasn't been playing well, either is mm. Luke Curie, to be fair. But it's unusual to see Trent Robertson make that sort of dramatic change so early on in the season when mm. they have still won you know a handful of games. They're sitting at ninth. It's not like they've not won a game yet this year.
2: Yeah, uh, they set three and three, mm. so it's not bad. I, I I would call it panicking to yeah. be to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I just think also bringing back Angus Crichton so early, mm. I just don't know if that's the right decision. I, m- me personally, I would have given him maybe a week or two more. I'm not in the, in a sanctum, so I don't know how well he may be travelling. Mm. I I don't. I just think it's strange. Manu at six. Will probably work. I mean, he's a he's a gun player, and I think he will end up at a club, whether it be the Roosters or somewhere else, as the number six. Mm. I, Time I, will tell. I
0: think Manu needs to be involved more in the game, and I think as a one-off it may work. If Mm. it's going to happen every week, that will be interesting. And as I said the other day on the show, I think it puts more pressure on Luke Keery, who hasn't been that great so far this year. We'll wait and see what happens. I still think Roosters should be able to get the win. And 7 o'clock on Tuesday night, the Melbourne Storm taking on the New Zealand Warriors in Melbourne at Amy Park. You'd expect a big crowd to this one as well. Um... I'm actually tipping the Warriors in this game. I'm
2: also tipping the Warriors.
0: I think if you if both teams play as both of them have been playing throughout the season, Storm pretty inconsistent. The Warriors, apart from that loss to Newcastle, um, and they lost to the Roosters earlier on in the year, but that wasn't a bad performance. They've been great. I think they win. I I
2: think it's a different Warriors side to mm. be honest with you. Um, I think they were going all right at this time last year, mm. and then they put that Anzac Day game where they lost 70-10. Yes. Nathan Brown said his players gave up towards the end, and mm. I would agree with him. Um, they just looked terrible, and mm. I think it was very obvious that they just wanted to go back home and finish the season and start fresh. Mm. Uh, and they have under Andrew Webster, and he's really instilled this hard grit mentality. Um, that game against the Cowboys was sensational in terms of their defense. I think mm. it was like something like 55 tackles yep. uh, inside their – it was their own defense, 20. So yeah. It was just a really gutsy, gritty performance in front of their home crowd as well. Mm. I I just think the Storm aren't traveling that great. And I feel like this is, again, with, with the Knights, with the Cowboys game this weekend, I think this is a real line in the sand moment for the Warriors. If they win this game, they can set themselves up, not for not just for this week, but for the rest of the year and possibly the rest of Andrew Webster's tenure at uh at the Warriors. So I'm to the Warriors and uh, Sean Johnson to take home the, uh, the Anzac Day medal. Mm,
0: very good. Yeah, I think the Warriors get the win as well. Charlie, good stuff. We will talk to you next week, Preview another round of Rugby League and I think we've only got what, two days without Rugby League this week because we've got Monday and Wednesday but then uh, straight back into it on Thursday. Thank you, Charlie. We'll speak next week. Thank you very we'll much. Enjoy the wedding. Uh, this is Tradies News in a nutshell. Thoughts on all of that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. What are your predictions for this weekend? Not just the NRL, but sport in every sport rugby league, AFL, rugby union, if you want to throw that at us. A league, EPL. What are, are your predictions? 0457 736 736. On the text, uh, Wade says, Charles can't be happy, surely. Um, Wade, why why are you? I'm looking at Charlie now. He seems quite happy. Wade, why is Charles not happy? That that's what I want to know. Why would Charlie not be happy? Wade, let me know. Uh, you could be right. There may be some reason why he's not happy. But why do you think he's not happy? Oh uh, four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. To the rest of your texts after the break, John Gallo will also talk EPL just quickly before that. AFL round six kicks off tonight at ten past eight. Fremantle taking on the Bulldogs. And then three games tomorrow, Port Adelaide up against West Coast. GWS Giants will host Brisbane. The Swans in action against Geelong tomorrow night at 7.25 p.m. On Sunday, there will be three games as well. Hawthorne up against Adelaide. Carlton will host St Kilda. And the Gold Coast will play North Melbourne. Uh, Matty Cox mentioned this game on Anzac Day Eve, Monday night. Uh, A bit of a new tradition in the AFL. Melbourne up against Richmond. And then the traditional Anzac Day clash in the AFL. Always a big one at 3.20 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon, Collingwood taking on Essendon. That is round six of the AFL. 0457 736 736, our text number to all of your texts, plus John Gello on the EPL. Next, it is 27 and a half to six. Yeah, uh, 23 to 6 before breakfast uh, at 6 uh, through SCN eleven seventy a.m. in Sydney with Vossie and Brandy. Our Queensland listeners will get pat in heels after 6 a.m. Just before we speak to John Gallo about all things football, there's some Europa League going on at the moment as well. Just a couple of texts here. This from Frank. Uh, he says, Frank the Punk from Bonnet Bay reckons Tass just made sure Jackie Whiten will end up at the Tigers. Now, there is news about Jack Whiten today. There hasn't been a lot of news about the Tigers, it has to be said. Um, I know uh, what you're referring to about the South Sydney connection to Jack Wyden. He's also had a meeting, apparently, uh, in Brisbane uh, with the Dolphins coach, Wayne Bennett. Uh, the Tigers. He wouldn't be a bad fit at the Tigers, would he? Um, would he go to the Tigers, though, Jack Wyden? When you got the opportunity to potentially go to Souths, go to the Dolphins, stay at the Raiders... Would the Tigers be first on your hit list? Uh, it depends, I suppose, what he wants. But if he wants to win a premiership, if that's what it is about, I don't know if the Tigers would be the place to go. But, Frank, you never know. Um, and Tass played very well um, last night for the South Sydney Rabidos up against the Penrith Panthers. Thank you. Um, and also uh, this morning asking, on the back of the Warriors' performance this year, on the back of Roger tuovasa sheck coming to the Warriors next year, can the Warriors win a competition in the next three years? Uh, well, Matt has said, Dan, if you, if the Warriors win a comp in the next three years, I'll buy you a Grill Charlie's franchise. Okay. They never have won a comp in 30 years and never will. That from Matt. That's a huge call, Matt. But thank you. I will accept the Grill Charlie's franchise. Do have some Grill Charlie vouchers to give away. I'll give you one, uh, simply for that text. But I look forward to the franchise I'm going to be getting. I'm very much looking forward to that. Thank you, Matt. Uh, so, Matt obviously believes that they are not going to win a comp in the next three years. What about you? Do you reckon the Warriors can win a comp in the next three years? I'm not saying I do, but there must be a chance, surely. Maybe. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01117.
2: Now on Tradey's News, it's time
1: for the latest in football.
0: Yes, and John Gallo on the line to talk all things football. Morning to you, John. Good morning to you, Dan.
3: I'm uh, wearing my new top hat that I found uh, on the street a couple of hours ago just so I could uh, take it up to, to Brisbane when we uh, go up there to, to help the Brisbane economy that I spoke about last week, Dan, or last time I was on the show, rather. It's been a long week, so, you know. But, uh, yeah, so... I'm looking forward to this, Dan. This is a, this is a terrific, well, terrific stuff. You, you'll like it. I'm go, I've got to find you a top hat as well, so we can both travel up with our top hat. Ple- please do, like
0: Monopoly Man. Please do. Now you so, would know. You would know, being a regular listener to SCN, um, we do yeah. have some SEN merchandise now. You can buy. So maybe we should go on the website as yeah. uh, we're telling all our listeners to and buy some SEN. Maybe I, I. To be honest, well, I haven't actually had a. Good look at the website, but if there's a cap, you could get a cap and you could wear it. I don't yeah. know if there is one or not. Or I should a Char Grill
3: Charlie's apron if you wanted to, if you want to get one of those as well from one of your franchises, you could we yep. could arrange that along with the SEM stuff. Yep. Which yep. Would be, which would be a lovely mix.
0: And I tell you what, it's a shame that uh the well the competition doesn't end in the next week and the Warriors don't win uh the competition now because else Matt, uh wonderful one of our wonderful texters, would have to buy me a Char grill Charlie's franchise. Matt, O four five seven seven three six seven three six where in Australia, would you buy me this Char Grill Charlie's franchise? I'd still prefer yeah. Sydney because that's where I'm located, but you never know. Um, anyway, uh, looking forward to two weeks, uh, right way until Magic Ground. I feel like we should, um, John. Uh for our loyal listeners, because I'm going to be off the Friday and the Monday, but I feel like we should well, record I like something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll brainstorm yeah. this. We'll, we'll
3: document document our experiences.
0: Mm. How about that, that'll be lovely, would not it? That'll Those be listeners good. Listeners would love that. That'll be good. Let's brainstorm yeah. over this weekend what we could do um, for our wonderful listeners, um, so they can know what's happening because they'll, they'll want to be involved. Uh now. Now we're going to stop talking rubbish and talk about the football. Uh, now, here is some Europa League going on at the moment. We'll look at that in a second. But EPL, really interesting match. First match up tomorrow morning of this round of the EPL. Arsenal taking on Southampton. We know what's happened to Arsenal the past couple of the weeks. Uh, been leading by two goals in both matches. Ended up getting draws. Surely they beat Southampton. Yeah,
3: surely they do. And I spoke to a few Arsenal fans. Yesterday, actually, Dan, did some of my research and, uh, yeah, they were saying about shortly this is the time when Arsenal get all three points and further their lead against uh, Man City yet again. Because Man City's game is postponed, I think, due to Champions League commitments. Obviously, they've got a semi-final against Real Madrid Mm. happening soon. So uh, this will mean that Arsenal have an opportunity to get further ahead with another game in hand over Man City if they are able to win against Southampton. So a very big game for Arsenal. They need to get their confidence and morale back up. So, yeah, hopefully for their sake in the title challenge, we, uh, we see Arsenal get three points. But Southampton can be tricky. They've got a lot to play for. They're obviously in a relegation battle themselves. So there'll be a lot of, uh, a lot of pride at stake for the Saints.
0: Indeed. Uh, it will be very interesting to see how that match plays out. That's tomorrow morning at 5am. Then we go to tomorrow night at 9.30. Fulham playing Leeds United after Leeds United. We talked, didn't we, on Tuesday morning when that Liverpool-Leeds United game was on. I think when we spoke, it was 2-0 and ended up a lot more than that. Leeds want to be hitting back tomorrow night.
3: Yeah, they do. They've been inconsistent in the last five games with only two wins and three losses. But... Fulham after four losses on the trot. They found a win last weekend, so it's going to be interesting. Both teams very inconsistent heading into this one. Uh, obviously, with Leeds, you know what to play for because they're hovering just around that relegation, dogfight as well, so big, big game for them. They've got to get the confidence back up after that thumping against Liverpool as well, which you just touched on. Um, but we have Fulham, their mid-table side, they're 42 points. There's an opportunity to try and climb up the ladder uh, maybe one more spot in tonight ninth or even eighth position if they can. So a little bit to play for for Fulham as well. They've had a terrific season. They don't want to uh, end the season on a low note. So important for them to get three points as well. Big game. I'm slightly leaning towards Fulham.
0: Yeah, it should be an interesting game, shouldn't it? Man United, who are in action at the moment in the Europa League up against Chelsea. That uh, match uh, tomorrow uh, has been postponed. Man United are actually trailing 2-0 in their game. Uh, at the moment uh, in uh, the Europa League, though. So, not good news for Man United, but their game against Chelsea's been postponed. So, we move on to Crystal Palace up against Everton midnight tomorrow night. Yeah,
3: one of the very few games that hasn't been postponed, Dan, (laughs) and uh, Palace and Everton are still on, so um, don't tell Roy that it's postponed, that's for sure, because he will get confused, (laughs) but... uh, (laughs) <laughs> but uh, Palace is in you know, a wonderful position. Not wonderful position, I say. that they're, they're near the bottom of the table. But they're trying to fight hard for, for the season and trying to avoid relegation. But they're in a good position in terms of having a manager who can help them out and get them uh, a few, few vital three points along the way to try and save their season. They did that last weekend. They've got another big game against Everton. Everton obviously have had a, a horrible season by their own count. Sean Dyche has really struggled to get the best out of his team. Uh, They've had back-to-back draws, back-to-back losses as well, and only one win in five. It's been terrible, whereas Palace have had three wins on the trot. So the confidence is brewing high. I'm going to go with Palace. I just think Palace at the moment with Roy Hodgson there, he's turned things around for them, Roy Hodgson. He's shown them his experience and his knowledge in the game, and I think that's doing Palace absolute wonders at the moment. So, yeah, big, big uh, game. I think Palace get all three points. Uh,
0: Yes. Now Liverpool taking on Nottingham Forest. Liverpool off that big win against Leeds United.
3: Yeah, they are. And that was the first win last weekend uh, against uh, a team they've been playing our last five games. They've had two draws, two losses, first win in five. Whereas for Forrest, I don't know what's happened to Forrest. They've had four losses on the trot with one draw in their last five games. I think their slump runs a little bit longer than that as well. Maybe the last seven or eight games they haven't won a game. So they're in a real slump at the moment, Forrest. They can't seem to, to find the conference in that team. And Steve Cooper's scratched his head a few times thinking, what's going on with my team? It's just been diabolical stages and uh, they're in a position now where they're fighting off uh, relegation and uh, about a month and a half ago they were well, well it's really clear and safe. So it's been a, a very dive down for, for Forrest. I'm going with Liverpool on this one. I think the confidence and the way they won against Leeds United pumping them 6-1 last weekend it got a back Liverpool to get their job done.
0: Alright, let's uh, just whip through some of these other games. Brentford, Aston Villa midnight tomorrow night.
3: I'm going Villa. I think you know emory has been terrific with Villa. I've got to back for all three points.
0: Another game at midnight tomorrow night. Leicester City, who you had about a month ago, is going to get relegated. They play Wolves.
3: Yeah, so, uh, well, Leicester haven't haven't had great form themselves. They're right into relegation. Second last on the uh, Premier League ladder. Wolves in 13th spot. A lot to play for for Wolves. I'm I'm backing Wolverhampton to get all three
0: points. Brighton Man City postponed. This is a very intriguing game. Sunday night, 11 p.m. Newcastle up against Tottenham.
3: Well, this one's a huge game. I think in the realm of things, in terms of the top four, you know, obviously fourth person, uh, fourth place versus fifth position. Newcastle in fourth spot, 56 points. Tottenham just behind them on 53 points. So it's uh, a vital game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go towards Newcastle. I think Newcastle have got enough in them to to stay in the fourth spot. Um, that was one of my other predictions too, Dan. If you, mm. if you remember, I had Newcastle in my four. So uh, as it stands, Arsenal, City, United, and Newcastle in the top four is how I predicted it. I'm hoping Newcastle for my sake and and just purely selfish, but I hope Newcastle win for my sake and uh, and, and my tipping. So uh, yeah, Spurs have been struggling a little bit. They haven't found form, a bit inconsistent. A lot happening at Spurs in the background, as we all know, with Conte, Harry Kane's future still being decided. Uh, but according to Daniel Levy, he wants a statue outside of Tottenham Stadium of Harry Kane. So that's how he's going to try and solve. That problem, but uh, wait and see how that
0: unfolds. And in a word, Bournemouth or West Ham Sunday night also at 11 pm? I am
3: going. Ooh, I'm going oh gee, this is disco I'm going West Ham West Ham okay that, that was more
0: than one word that that's yeah. okay uh text here from Kingswood welder for you John and he says John needs yeah. his own scN merch maybe a flotation ring for the next time he falls off his balcony into the harbor uh so there you go so that, yeah, that would idea. be a wonderful that would be a
3: wonderful piece of merchandise as well I would. Could, if Kingswood welder could do it I don't know if he's a welder by trade or was that referencing. I don't know what that's referencing, but if he is a
0: welder, <laughs> that would help. I think. No, I if think he is. I, I'm pretty sure he is, is a, he welder. a welder. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. Uh, well. Kingswood welder. Are you a welder? Uh, let us know. Oh four five seven me. seven three. You can 6. help us
3: fill Charlie Charlie's shop as well if uh, Maddie sure comes through with his problems later on.
0: John. As well. y- this is why you are thinking uh, you are a thinking man's man. Now, we're going to swap yeah. things up just a bit next week uh, with the public holiday on Tuesday. Uh, you might be up early for different reasons, of course, on Anzac Day, but we will talk on Monday and we'll talk to Chris Perkins at America on Tuesday. And actually, a good week to talk to you on Monday because we'll wrap up the week. Uh, weekend just gone, but then there's a heap of midweek matches coming up, so we'll do some reviewing and some previewing uh, next on Monday. So we look forward to that. Have a wonderful weekend, John. You too, mate.
3: Take care of yourself and uh, and all the listeners. Get uh,
0: uh get working on those hats. We'll be on the road in two weeks to Brisbane, so uh, not long, not long. Oh, yeah. And and can you please fill your car up with petrol as well? That is very important. Well, you just remind me I need to do that. <laughs> uh, Fuel tank is
3: actually running on empty, so yes, in more ways than one, Dad. But yes, I'll, uh, I'll I'll make sure that yes, I have a car full of uh, full of petrol and full of joy and happiness,
0: and uh, and, and the tyres are going to be pumped as well. Thank you. Really yeah, Good. Good. Thank you, John. Speak on Monday. All right, mate. Take care. Uh, we we do that. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll be happy with this, but we do this for Ken Arts Higher, heading to Ken Arts Higher uh, for their two-for-one offer today. We'll finish off the show with some of your texts next. It is 10.5 to 6. Confirmation from the Kingswood welder. He is a qualified welder and sheet metal tradesman. Thank you, Kingswood, and thanks for your support of the show and the station. This one from the Radelaide Rooster. Morning, Dan. As a paid Rooster member living interstate, I wish Kiri was the one that was dropped. He's not our future. Joey Manu and Sam Walker are the Radelaide Rooster. I know Cooper Cronk came out of Fox League yesterday and denied any issues with Sam Walker in himself. Well, I said earlier in the week, look, it's it's harsh on Kiri because he's been such a good player for a long time. But I don't think he's been playing any better than Walker. Now, whether any either of them should have been dropped is debatable, but there is that line of thinking about uh, Kyrie. A lot of pressure on him now on Tuesday, isn't it? We'll see how he's always reacted well to pressure. He's he's won so he's won three competitions. He's been a great player for so long. It'll be interesting to see how he goes on Tuesday. Interesting to see how it all plays out, Radelaide Rooster. Good text. And this one from uh, Frank the Punk, uh, the Punk, even. And he says, who's your under-the-radar team so far? The Sharks? No one is talking about them. The Titans looking solid. Raiders, can they go on a run? Uh, out of everyone, I think the Sharks. Uh, I think the Sharks played very well uh, last week with Nico Hines. And Nico Hines in that team... Very, very hard to beat, aren't they? Um, and they're just slowly warming into the season. So, yeah, probably the Sharks at the moment. And Razor says, We learnt two things last night. When an individual becomes a team player, he is unstoppable. New South Wales should start looking for a number nine. Okay, thank you, Razor. Uh Patton Heels coming up for our list is in Queensland after the news at 6am with Fossey and Brandy Lot to get through David Riccio with all the latest NRL headlines. Uh, Chris Pondergrass on the NBL fixtures coming up a little later on this year, the Sydney Kings in particular. Um, and Vossi and Brandy will react to last night's win with South Sydney over Penrith. Have a great weekend. I'll catch you Monday morning from 5am. Breakfast is next.